Salad comes in many different forms and flavors. It actually sometimes seems as though the term salad is so broad that it could mean just about anything. To keep things simple, today we're going to focus specifically on green or garden salads. We'll leave out all other types for another time. The salads that we're going to focus on today have a base of leafy greens. They're served cold or at room temperature. They have a dressing and garnish ingredients like fruit, vegetables, seeds, or nuts. Why are we talking about these salads today? Well, because we are deep into spring with summer fast approaching. The first wave of fresh seasonal vegetables are just starting to hit the grocery stores and markets, and essentially, it is salad season. Really though, do we need an excuse to talk about salads? They are a delicious addition to any meal, or a great light meal on their own. And with that, let's take a look. I'm Chef Ben, this is Food and Five. And this is everything I know about salad. Leafy greens make up the base of our salads. As the base, they provide a lot of the flavor and texture. So the type of green we choose for our salads is actually pretty important. It sets the tone of the whole salad. With so many options out there for leafy greens, it can be hard to decide which one is best for the salad we want to make. If we make the wrong choice, we could end up overpowering the other ingredients. We could end up with soggy greens. A salad can be made mainly in two different ways. We can start with the greens and build from the salad from there, or we can start with the garnish and match the greens to it. Either way, we can make a delicious salad. It just takes some thought. So let's take a look at some common greens and the type of dressings and garnishes we can pair with them. Baby spinach is a hearty green with a fairly mild flavor. This green can hold up to just about anything. It may even be served with a warm vinaigrette and garnish, though this is more of an autumn-style salad. Baby spinach does really well when balanced with sweet and salty. Sweet ingredients like fresh or dried fruit and berries or even candied nuts work very well. Also, sweeter vinaigrettes like maple, honey Dijon, and balsamic also work well. Bacon is always a great choice to bring that salty element to a spinach salad but it could also come from salted nuts or slightly salty cheese like Parmesan. Speaking of cheese, goat cheese uh, and spinach are always good friends. Arugula, also known as rocket, is a hearty green with a complex peppery spicy flavor. Like spinach, arugula can hold up to just about anything. It's commonly served as part of a mixture of greens, though it is delicious on its own. Now, typically salads made from arugula are very simple. This simplicity is due to the complexity of flavor coming from the arugula itself. There's no need to add a bunch of extra stuff. Now, having said that, an acidic vinaigrette balances that complexity very well. Generally, I serve arugula with a simple lemon vinaigrette. And to this, I add some segmented oranges, a little shaved Parmesan or Asiago, and some toasted almonds. Anything along those lines works really well. Mescaline is really just a mixture of tender baby greens, spelled M-E-S-C-L-U-N. These greens are typically a little more fragile than arugula or spinach, and they have a more mild flavor. They do add a lot of color to any salad. The great thing about this mixture is it generally tastes great on its own with a light vinaigrette. It doesn't really need much else. Of course, um, it can be used to make a salad, but it is important to be light-handed with the garnish and dressing, as the greens will literally and figuratively collapse under the weight of a lot of ingredients. A few thinly sliced 
or shaved fresh vegetables and a light dressing is all you need. Iceberg lettuce is fantastic for tossed salads. It holds up well against lots of vegetables and a thick, rich dressing. Iceberg has a very mild, neutral flavor and a pleasant, crisp texture that is so unique and amazing. In terms of garnish, I always think of pairing iceberg lettuce with whatever vegetables are freshest and lots of them. For dressing, generally something like a creamy ranch or French, then we want a dressing that is going to coat the lettuce and vegetables and provide a lot of flavor. Iceberg lettuce often gets a bad rap, but for my money, I think it's kind of the rock star of the salad world. To put things into perspective, mescaline would be like a really good classical musician, arugula would be a jazz drummer, and spinach would be a folk singer. But iceberg would be a rock star. Now, I could spend all day just talking about different kinds of greens and lettuces, but we need to move on. I think that this should give you a few good ideas and a decent starting place. And I really think the key is to try different greens and experiment a little. You never know what you might fall in love with. Salad garnish. As we saw a little bit when talking about greens, a salad garnish can be just about anything. Fresh vegetables, fresh or dried fruit and berries, cold sliced meats, cooked or smoked seafood, cheese, nuts, or seeds. Although just about anything can be a salad garnish, that doesn't mean that everything should be all the time. What I mean by that is when it comes to garnishing a salad, generally less is more. As far as I know, there aren't really any hard or fast rules for when, what, and how much of something should be added to a salad. I would say just use your better judgment. If something seems really out of place, probably avoid it. The only other thing I would say about garnish is just make sure that the ingredients you are using are the best quality they can be. There's no hiding mushy tomatoes or sour grapes. Salad dressing. There are three main types of salad dressings. Basic vinaigrettes, think Italian or Greek dressing, egg or mayonnaise-based vinaigrettes, think Caesar dressing, and creamy dairy-based dressings like ranch. All three of these dressings have their purpose and applications. Let's take a look at each individually. Basic vinaigrettes. At its most basic form, a vinaigrette is just oil and vinegar. Typically, other ingredients are included to add flavor and to bind the oil and vinegar together. Most often, homemade vinaigrettes are held together by, by mustard, either prepared or in powdered form. There's a whole scientific process behind this that I don't really have time to get into. But what I will say is that mustard and egg yolk both have a group of proteins known as lecithin that act to hold together the oil and vinegar molecules. So in a basic vinaigrette, the mustard holds it together. In an egg-based vinaigrette, the egg holds it together. Basic vinaigrettes often have some kind of sweetener in them as well. This could be the vinegar in the case of a balsamic or a raspberry vinegar. Uh, these both have a bit of sweetness already. More often, a little honey or maple syrup may be added. For more information on this, check out this uh, post I did last year called uh, How to Make a Kick-Ass Salad. It's like way, way back in the archives, but there's a bunch of information in there. Egg-based vinaigrette. Egg-based vinaigrettes are made in exactly the same way as a basic vinaigrette. The difference being egg is used rather than mustard as the binder. Egg-based vinaigrettes are thicker and creamier than basic vinaigrettes. Now, there is some concern with egg-based vinaigrettes because the egg is used raw. The health department suggests that you pasteurize your eggs first, but no one does this. I think there is enough acid coming from the vinegar that there isn't too much of a worry, but having said that, I can't suggest that you use raw egg to make a dressing. 
I can't and I don't suggest that. Just I personally don't mind doing it. Now instead, I suggest using mayonnaise as the base as it really is pretty much the same thing you're going to make anyway. Now if you are going to use mayonnaise as the base, you may have to thin it out with a little more vinegar or water and then just whisk your flavorings into it. Easy enough. Dairy-based dressings. Dairy-based dressings are generally made from some kind of fermented or cultured dairy such as yogurt, sour cream, or buttermilk. When using yogurt or sour cream, it really just comes down to thinning it out, adding a bit of acid to it, and then flavoring it. Buttermilk is usually used with other bases to add a tart, creamy flavor, such as the case in ranch dressing. Salads are a great way to add greens, fresh fruit, and vegetables to our diet. They can be as simple or complex as we want, and we can use homemade or store-bought dressing. I obviously suggest homemade, but that's just me. And you can dress it up however we want. Experiment, play around, and have fun. To me, that is what salads are all about. I'm Chef Ben. This is Food in 5, brought to you by HowToNotBurnShit.com, your modern culinary manual. And this has been just about everything I know about salads. You can follow me on Instagram and Twitter at Chef Ben Kelly and on Facebook at Ben Kelly Cooks. And of course, you can like, subscribe, rate, or comment on this podcast and always tell your friends about it. Uh, that's it. I hope that you have a fantastic weekend. I hope that you enjoyed this post. I know it's very late. It took me longer to write than I thought it was going to this morning. Um, say so. That's it. I hope that you have a great day. Thanks as always for listening. I'll see you on Monday.